Hi there, my name's Juanita and you're listening to Addicted to Chaos. Good evening everyone, it has been a hot minute and I'm so sorry, I literally, me, I buy a microphone and then I stop recording podcast episodes, <laughs> fucking typical of me. Um, so this episode, uh, because it's been literally I think like three or four weeks since I've last posted, uh, let's, I'm going to do a catch up episode, so let's get into that. First things first, I got pulled over for the first time the other week. So this is actually the Easter Monday, Easter Sunday, Easter Monday. I don't know, something was over the Easter weekend and it was a public holiday. So I was running a little bit late to my family brunch and at my mum's house. So anyway, I was driving, driving along, doing my thing, speeding as you, as per usual. I don't go like super over the speed limit, but um, I do go like a couple of k's over the speed limit all the time. I know it's a really bad habit to get into, um, but... I hadn't been pulled over at this point and I think I've been driving for, oh god, no, okay, not quite that long, jeez, okay, I think I just scared myself, I was like, nearly 10 years, no, not quite that long, jeez. I've been driving since, so I was on my loans when I was 16, but then I got my P's when I was, my provisional license when I was 17, so I've been driving for about six years now. So I was driving along the road and um, there's this hill that's near my mum's place and I usually just like kind of turn the corner and then uh, I speed up as I get to the top of the hill, but then I just put my car in neutral because I drive stick. So I just put my car in neutral and I rode, rolled down the hill and for whatever reason I looked to my left and I saw this like really nice clean car and my brain went, I bet that's a cop on oh, no, a probably not like. I haven't been pulled over in six years. So anyway, so I'm driving along, still doing over the speed limit, and I drive all the way to mum's, and literally as I turn the corner onto my mum's street, I hear, woo, and it's the police from behind me. He was in a fucking, it was, he was in that nice clean car, it was an undercover cop. And so anyway, I had parked my car at the front of my mum's house, and the cop's behind me, so I'm thinking, oh my god, my mum's probably fucking watching me, like, watching me get fucking pulled over for the first time ever. So this cop um comes out, so I open my door, and this cop comes out of his cop car, and so, and it was morning time, so I said, morning officer, and uh, he was like, did you, do you realise how fast you were going? And I was like, no, was I speeding? <laughs> I obviously knew I was fucking speeding. I'm pretty sure going down that hill, I was like at least over 10 k's over the speed limit. And then he shows me the odometer, or whatever the fuck it's called, that has my speed on it. And it said that I was doing 16 kilometres over the speed limit down this <laughs> I know, it's so bad. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, and so I was like, oh my goodness. And he's like, um, have you ever been pulled over before? And I was like, no, this is my first time. I'm usually a really good driver. And he said, um, okay, well, do you have your license on you? Like, I just want to run it through the system. So I gave him my license and he came back like a couple minutes later. And he says, look, you've got a clean track record. I'm going to give you a warning this time. I'm not going to give you a fine. Uh, do you realize how much the fine would have been if I had have given you a ticket today? And I said, no, how much would it have been? And he said, you would have got a fine of $600 and you would have accrued however many demerit points, he said. And I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, I definitely can't afford that right now. And so he was like, look, you've got a clean record. You've never been pulled over before. So I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. This This warning will go on your record, you know, but in future, don't speed. It's not worth it. And so I was like, I'm so sorry. I'll keep that in mind for the next time. I won't speed. And uh, he's like, yep, no worries. You know, have a good day. And I was like, happy Easter. And he left. So I got pulled over for the first time. That happened. However, I was extremely fucking lucky that I did not get a ticket, especially considering that it was a public holiday and I would have had to pay $600. And I think it was like he would have given me like double demerit points on what you would have usually got on a standard day. But because it was Easter, it was like a public holiday. So I think you get like double demerits anyway. 
so fucking lucky but anyway that fucking happens so uh after the guy after the cop pulls me over and we do that thing I walk up the driveway and I walk in my mum's house and my mum's there and she's like hi I was like hi I just got pulled over she's like what <laughs> I was like yeah didn't you see she's like no where I was like literally just out the front of the house you see that clean car yeah that's a cop car <laughs> and she's like did were you speeding down down the street and I was like no mum like I was speeding like a kilometer away he's followed me and she's like, oh, that's weird. Are you sure he was a real cop? And I'm like, yes, I'm pretty sure he was a real cop. You know, he said he's going to send me an email. And she's like, did you ask to see his badge? And I was like, no, I didn't ask to see his badge. And she's like, I don't know if he was a real cop, Juanita. But I did. I did get um, an official warning letter from SA Police um, in my in my email inbox uh, like five minutes after that. So uh, it was a real cop. Uh, I don't know. Is that something you're supposed to do? Are you supposed to like when a cop pulls you over, are you supposed to ask for their badge? Like, I th- I've don't want to be rude like you know what I mean he let me go with a fucking warning he didn't find me I don't want to be like oh can I see your badge like you know I don't want to piss him off or anything because fuck like maybe he would have given me a fine anyway so I was so fucking lucky that I didn't get a fine but yes got pulled over by a cop for the first time so you know since then I've been really watching my speed and I've been using cruise control a lot more to just sit on on the speed limit and not go over it maybe still go over it, but like one or two k's but just that's fine. Is it? I don't know. Probably not. So a couple of weeks ago, I was at the gym with my friend and uh, he was like, hey, like, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, um, nothing. Don't really have anything planned. He's like, okay, like come to a house party with me. You know, you can get me free drinks. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, after the house party, we're going to go to town and you're a girl and you know, you get free drinks in town. I'm like, oh, do I? He's like, well, don't you? I was like, well, sometimes he's like, see, there you go. You get free drinks. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So anyway, I was like, fine, I will come to this house party, whatever. It's been a while since I've gone out. I go home, I have a shower and I literally fucking empty my wardrobe trying to find something to fucking wear because it's like cold it's like you know we're getting we're in autumn at the moment um here in Australia and I live in South Australia I live in Adelaide and it's fucking cold it's fucking cold already like I'm almost at that point where I need to start wearing thermals underneath my work uniform because it's that fucking cold so I literally fucking empty my wardrobe and I literally have no fucking I do I I okay literally I have clothes but nothing that fits me properly especially pants like I have so many tops that fit me I've never had a problem with tops but pants pants don't fucking fit me in my last podcast episode I talked about how my physical insecurities one of them was my bum because I've got such a large bum well it's not just an insecurity it's also a pain in my ass it's literally my ass is a pain in my ass like I it it doesn't fucking fit in anything like my my waist to ass ratio just doesn't pants don't fucking fit me man so like everything I buy I have to alter in order for it to fit me unless I find something that's like pants that are 350 fucking dollars and I'm like oh you know they fit me but fuck like that's 350 dollars I'm not I don't want to spend that kind of money on pants so the only thing I have in my wardrobe that I'm like look this might work are jeans and I didn't want to wear my baggy baggy jeans because I was like if we're going to a house party that's all fine but if we're going out to town after I have already worn my jeans out to town my baggy jeans like too often so I'm going to squeeze into these jeans and look, I'm not going to lie here. In the last year, I've put on 10 kilos. I know it's, it's quite a problem. In the last couple of weeks, I've actually lost a couple of kilos because I've started um, doing like a calorie deficit. Uh, so it's where I eat the, the, the amount of calories that my body would usually burn in a day. However, I am working out two to three times a week. So um, technically... I'm not counting in, I'm not factoring in the amount of working out that I'm doing. So my body is pretty much in a calorie deficit. So that's what I'm doing at the moment. 
So it's just about eating enough protein, eating healthy fats, and not eating too many fucking um, simple carbohydrates um, and eating more like complex carbohydrates. So no more chocolate and bourbon for me. (laughs) So these jeans I pull out and... These used to fit me so fucking well. Like, when I found these jeans, I was like, oh my god, I have found jeans that fit me. Like, this just doesn't fucking happen. Also, um, I'm holding my microphone today because, um, look, I liked the stand, but I just wanted to try something different. And I figured that if I don't move my hand, you won't be able to hear me, like, tapping on it. Because if I do this, like, you can hear that. So, anyway, I'm just going to try out holding my microphone. So far, I'm liking it. My arm is fine. But then, then again, we were only, like, a few minutes into this, so. Anyway, so I put in these jeans. And I had a mild pancake bum. They were super, super fucking like, oh, they were like so fucking tight around my thighs and around my waist. I was like, oh, like, can I do this? Like my, my little, like, I don't, I don't have a lot of fat on me, but the little bit of fat that I do have and my skin was hanging over these jeans. I had like, I get like muffin tops on your on your hips I had like that but like my waist like my waist was pouring out over these jeans I was like literally like we need need to lose some fucking fat on you because this is not okay you you cannot just put 10 10 kilos on in a year and then go and buy all new clothes because you don't have that kind of fucking money bitch like just drop a couple kilos and fit back into your old shit so anyway that's what I'm doing now but I put in these jeans and I was like oh my god this is Anyway, so I go to this. So I meet up with my mate, and he's like, "Oh my god, Juanita, those jeans are so tight." I was like, "Are they okay for this though?" He's like, "Oh, yes." <laughs> I know he thought that they were too tight, but it was too it was too late to turn back home because I picked up my friend and I, um, and we went to this house party together. Anyway, so we get to this house party. I meet all of his friends. We're having a great time. We're playing beer pong. I won the first round, lost the second round because I was like that fucking drunk. Anyway, and then it's time to go to town, and everybody's trying to figure out like what ubers they're going in or whatever and I'm like all right like you know my mate has dragged me along to this party he's expecting me to get him free drinks in town he'll figure out like how we're going to get to town anyway so like however many minutes go by I go to the toilet come back and then I'm like where the fuck is my friend and um one of the guys is like oh like he's in an uber on the way to town I was like what do you mean he's in an uber on the way to town he's like yeah like he just left. And I was like, what do you mean he just left? Like, I'm supposed to be going with him. Like, he brought me to this party. And he's like, yeah, like, that's that's pretty dog move. I was like, yeah, fuck. I got so fucking mad. I was like, what the fuck? So I was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. <laughs> fuck my friend. I'm not going to town anymore. I'm not getting him any fucking free drinks. I want to go home. Like, I was just kind of over it at that point. My jeans were fucking so fucking tight. I had a good time. But the fact that my friend just fucking ditched me and just hopped in an Uber and didn't even fucking tell me. Like, no message, no call, no nothing. I was like, what the... Who the fuck does that? Also, this is a stranger's house. Like, this is one of your mates. I don't fucking know your mate. I don't know any of these people. I met them an hour ago. Maybe, like, two hours ago at this point. But anyway... I don't know who these people are. They could have fucking murdered someone for all I know. I don't know anything about these people apart from the fact that one drinks beer and the other ones drink fucking CCs. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. So I got pissed off and I left. And I think at the time my friend was mad at me. He was like, he was like what the fuck happened? But then I explained to him that you don't fucking do that. You don't just ditch someone. You take them with you. Especially if you have to drag them along and you're expecting them to get you free drinks. So, yes, I made him apologise because that, that is the right thing. That is the right thing that he should have done. He should have never ditched me. So I th- hopefully he never does that again. Um, I've certainly told him that I won't live off as easy again. Because that's not right. You don't fucking ditch people, okay? Stay with your friends, okay? Bros before free drinks, guys. Bros before town. 
remember that. So last week, I also, uh, this is this is a new thing, I went on a date, uh, but I didn't just go on a date, a regular date, I went on a date with a girl. So I, if I had to put a label on myself, like if I had to, I would describe myself as bi-curious. Um, I prefer men, definitely, and I have had one boyfriend I have found myself having more crushes on men. I'm definitely more attracted to men. However, I there are like there's a specific type of woman that I am attracted to. And I thought, you know, while I'm single at this point in my life, I'm 23, I'll be 24 this year. I want to be I know it's stupid to have a plan. It's stupid to say this kind of stuff, but my plan is that I would like to find a husband and I would like to get married. Yeah, so I'd like to find someone, get married, have a husband, have a kid, and maybe another one by the time I'm 30, or like having my second kid when I'm 30. And I know it's kind of stupid to have a, to, you know, think that way because, you know, then I'm putting a time limit on everything and I'm, you know, I'm not necessarily living in the moment. I'm more like living for what's going to happen in the future. But I'm such a goal-oriented person and I need to have like a plan. I just, if I don't have a plan, if I'm not organized like that, my, my brain tends to freak out. Um, however, with this anxiety medication that I'm on, I'm freaking out less about the future, which is actually fantastic. Um, I'm just currently a bit cruisy and really content and it's actually kind of enjoyable. Um, I'm also kind of becoming a bit of a homebody, but that can be a topic for a different day. (laughs) So there is this side of me that I want to explore a little bit more. And I figured while I'm at this stage of my life, I'm actually not ready to find, you know, a husband. (laughs) And I'm not ready to have kids, you know, I really thought that at this time in my life, I would be ready for that kind of stuff. But honestly, like, I think I'm so far from it. So I downloaded Tinder again, and I switched it from men to men and women. And I have uh, been swiping, and I have been talking to a few girls, and one of them asked me to go out with them. So I was like, okay, great. So we just went and got like a hot chocolate at night. And, um, and then we went for a little bit of a walk and she was so fucking nice. Like, and it was so like, I was so nervous. Like to begin with, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm going on a date with a girl. But the thing is, I was like, what do I actually do on dates with when I go with guys? Like, what do I do on dates with men? And I literally just, just talk with them. I feel like I'm so much more confident on dates with men because <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know. Like it, it's because it's, uh, it's not new for me. It's like, I've done it before. And even though it's a different guy, I've gone on dates with guys before, whereas because this was a girl, I was like, I've never done that before. I don't know how to, how to be anyway, but it was just like, I was meeting up with a friend, except there was like flirting as well. So we were just like chatting and flirting and whatever. And, um, she was actually just getting over, um, like the flu. So at the end of the night, I didn't give her a kiss. Um, but she told me that she did want to kiss me, but she didn't because she was sick. So, um, but yeah, no, it went really well. Um, I think it's a really great start to me exploring this different side of me because I definitely know it's there it's just, uh, you know, how do you know unless you don't try things, you know? And I'm not saying like if you're, if you're, you know, a female or a male and you look at someone of the same sex as you and you think, yeah, no, definitely don't want that. Maybe, maybe don't try it because you definitely don't like, you know, that you don't want that. However, like if you look at someone and you're like, you know, I don't know, what do I find them pretty? Because I want to take some of their essence and put that in me or do I want to kiss this person you know what I mean like do I want this person to be all up in my grill or do I just want to to take something from their appearance or from their personality and apply it to myself to make myself 
uh, a better person in a sense. So, and I definitely, there are certain types of girls that I look at and I think, you know what? I don't actually want anything from your personality or your appearance, but I think you'd be nice to kiss. So <laughs> I was like, wow, you know, I've always, and I've always kind of known that. I think I had my first crush on a girl when I was in high school and I didn't actually realize it was a crush. I just thought like, you know, I was, I just, it was almost like, you know, when you really, when you think someone's cool and you really want to be friends with someone, this was more than that. And I didn't quite understand that at the time. I just kind of like, she was a little harder to talk to. Like I felt like I was overthinking things that I would say to her. And I was like, this is weird. I didn't really, I wasn't friends with this girl. I had a friend who's a friend of this girl, but she was in the year above me um, in school. But she was just like really nice and really chill and um, kind of like mask femme a little bit. And she had I think she had a couple tattoos. Now she's got like a lot of tattoos. I really do like tattoos. But there's just a certain like aura about them, I think. These specific girls that I'm into. But uh, yeah, so I think and I've definitely like known for a while. And actually my ex-boyfriend kind of helped me. You know, he, he, he was really like open about the topic with me. And we used to discuss it a lot. And I felt like I could just... My ex is someone who I trust most in this world. Like even though we're not together anymore... I can, I think if I told him anything, you know, he's not going to go and tell other people. He's very, very respectful. And so, and he's very open-minded as well, which is amazing. And so I used to have these discussions with him. Yeah, he just kind of gave me advice and he liked to do a lot of reading on different topics as well. And so he did some reading and came back to me and on like various occasions. And yeah, no, it was interesting. And so I started to like apply some of the advice that he gave me into my own life. And I was like, you know what? I think I actually, I'm into girls as well, but very a very niche niche kind so the other week I I don't know was I bored I think I might have been bored I think I was just lying in bed it was like 10 o'clock at night and I was a bit bored FYI it's like 11 o'clock and I really need to go to bed soon but we're gonna finish this podcast episode because I miss doing this anyway so it's 10 o'clock at night like the other day like last week and I was really bored and I went to the bathroom to brush my teeth and I was looking at myself in the mirror and I was like you know what? I'm a bit I'm a bit bored of my appearance. I don't know if you guys kind of get this feeling as well, but sometimes I look at myself and I think, yeah, like I look kind of nice today. And then other times I look at my face and I'll be like, uh, I'm I look really boring. <laughs> so I've actually recently, um, like a couple of weeks ago, I used to have a lot of piercings in my ears, and so a couple of weeks ago, I forced piercings back into these holes in my ears, and they did bleed. However, they have pretty much healed, and they're all okay now. But uh, now I'm like, I need something extra. So what I used to do a lot of the time is I used to cut myself fringes like every now and again. And I think the last time that I did that was actually about uh, this time last year, I cut myself a fringe, but I've since grown that out. And now I'm growing my hair long and oh, loving my hair, but I do need to get it cut. But anyway, sometimes I just, yeah, I look at my face and I think, uh, like I'm, I'm really bored with that. So I got a razor and I shaved off part of my eyebrow. <laughs> now you're probably thinking, Juanita, why the fuck would you do that? Anyway. Uh, there's method to the madness. I, I gave myself an eyebrow slit in my right eyebrow. So I haven't actually had an eyebrow slit since I was, uh, 17, I think. Yeah. Anyway, but I was looking at photos of myself with an eyebrow slit the other day and I was like, you know what? That looks cool. And so I just got bored this one night and I was like, I'm just going to give myself an eyebrow slit. So yeah, gave myself an eyebrow slit and I was like, you know what? I've got a music festival at the end of this week. It'll look cool for that. So gave myself an eyebrow slit, still have an eyebrow slit. Um, the music festival is done and gone and that was amazing and I'll get into that later but yeah I think I might keep this eyebrow slit for like a few more days but then I might start filling my eyebrow with my pomade and um, grow my eyebrow again because because it's a bit of novelty but I'm gonna get bored with it soon <laughs> so having a normal eyebrow again will be another novelty for me I was at the gym 
uh, I think it was like last week or the week before. And um, I was meeting up with my mate. But before that, it was like, a, it was this night, this particular night that I went to the gym after work, it was pissing down with fucking rain. It was like, just like pissing down with rain. Cannot describe it anymore other than it was pissing down with rain. So I drive into the car park and I'm looking for a park and the car park at my gym is fucked. It's like, there is constantly people driving around. Like I've, how people don't crash more often is beyond me because it's, this car park is just fucked. Anyway. So I'm driving, I'm driving, driving, and then there's this little undercover bit that they've done. So I turned left in there, and I was waiting in there, and I was like, you know what? Somebody's bound to pull out of here soon, so I just wait. Anyway, sure enough, someone comes around the corner, and I'm like, thank God, if I get this park, I don't have to walk out in the fucking rain. So I'm waiting there, I'm sitting there, got my indicator on, you can clearly see that I'm going to turn into the park. So this woman reverses out, and as soon as she reverses out, this other woman swings around the corner and parks in this car park. And I'm thinking, what? the fuck what the fuck who what a bitch who does this what the fuck so I sit there and I'm like okay and I'm gonna I reverse a little bit more you know maybe she's just parked in there to quickly grab something and then she's gonna fuck off again because obviously it's very clear that I'm gonna take this car park it's very clear that I'm gonna take this park so I'm sitting there for a couple minutes and she's not she's just sitting in a car and I'm like what the fuck is she doing so I'm like, nah, I'm going to say something. This is bullshit. So I, I'm like, oh, this bitch. Like, I just need to tell her something because this is not courteous at all. So I reverse and I pull up next to her and I wind down my window and I urge her to wind down hers. And I just say to her, I'm like, hey, honey, like just for future, it's not cool to take someone's park like that. And she gets all defensive and she's like, oh, like, I didn't know that you were waiting for this park. I'll move. And I'm like, no, no, like just for future, just want to let you know. She's like, no, it's fine. I'll move. And so she winds up her window she looks all angry and she like reverses out of this car park and makes me feel fucking bad I'm like ex fucking excuse me I was waiting here for like a solid I don't know six seven minutes for someone to fucking come out get in their car and reverse out clearly waiting for this fucking car park and you just swing around the corner and get this park no no that's no so anyway I'm not gonna feel guilty about that anymore I just needed to share that with a couple more people because that made me really fucking mad. And my friend who I met up with at the gym that night didn't seem to care. He didn't give me the time of day for the story. So I'm telling it now and I feel a little bit better. But anyway, this woman fucking pissed me off. Last week, I went to uh, the South Australian Industry Climate Change Conference for work. So uh, we were, uh, the the place that I work for, uh, we sponsored this event and we provided plants for the event. And attending this event was actually super fucking interesting. Like it was a great way, networking, like getting our name out there and stuff, but then also actually listening to some of the speakers. Um, I actually found uh, the premier, uh, what's his name? Um, Something Malinowskis something Malinowski? I don't know what the fuck his name is. <laughs> Isn't that bad? I should know what our premier's name is, but I fucking don't. Anyway, and so I'm listening to him and his speech was fucking amazing. It was great. He spoke, he even recognized young people as being, you know, like we are the next generation and, you know, like we need to start listening to young people and they have a voice now and they shouldn't just be shut out. You know, our generation fucked things up and, you know, their generation has to live with the consequences and they need to know how to take over from us and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It was really fucking interesting. Anyway, thoroughly
thoroughly enjoyed that event and I would really like to take things, some things back from that event and tell my directors about it because I think that the company that I work for, um, you know, we're doing fine at the moment. We're doing really great. I'm doing good at my job. Everybody else is doing good at their job. Thing is, we're almost doing too good at our jobs because the company is growing and I think that we are falling behind the eight ball and uh, it's just a little um, a little chaotic at the moment. So if I ever seem a little stressed out, that's why. And when I do get stressed out about work, uh, that is why. Uh, oh my God, my fucking nail broke. Are you kidding me, mate? I just filed these down. Can't. In regards to my career though, I still, I still don't know what the fuck I want to do. Maybe I could do a podcast episode on that and just talk about what the fuck I might want to do with my life and then... I don't know. Maybe you guys, the 10 who listen to this podcast, can help me decide what I want to do with my life because I genuinely don't fucking know. And as much as I like the company that I work for now, it's not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Plus, I've just got this feeling that if they don't get on top of their shit, it might go under. Just a a little um, thought that I had. So, I live in an apartment building, right? And with apartment buildings, like, because I own the apartment, uh, we have strata. My strata is shit. It is so shit. We had a meeting like, oh, I don't know, a month and a half ago or something. And so basically my problem with the strata is one, they're expensive and two, they're just shit. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. So we've got a garage. So we, I live on like, um, one of the stories, but like the ground level is like a garage. And there are these swallows, like these birds that live in our garage. They've like taken it over, like it's their home. And so there's bird shit fucking everywhere, all over the floors, all over the walls, all over the air conditioning units. I'm pretty sure that's why mine doesn't fucking work, but Strana won't admit it. All over the fucking cars. And you know what bird shit does to cars? It like fucks up the paint jobs on them and like it just destroys your car. So that's what's starting to happen to mine and I'm pissed off. And Strata won't bird-proof it because they're like, that's against our policy. So I'm going to put it to everybody that I live in this building with that we need to get a new fucking Strata because I'm sick of it. So if any if anybody lives in Adelaide and if anybody has any recommendations of good Stratas, please let me know. I'm going to do my own research as well, but I'm fucking over it. Genuinely, I, it's embarrassing as well. Like I pull into a Bunnings car park. Okay, it's not so bad at Bunnings, but like if I pull into like a restaurant's car park, my car is the only one that's completely covered in bird shit. You know, how gross is that? You know, I pulled up to my date the other night with a fucking bird shit covered car, and I had to explain to her, oh, you know, this is my car, and she looked at it kind of funny, and I was like, yeah, we've got a bird bird problem, and she's like, oh, you know, but like how embarrassing is that? I don't want to be known as the chick who's got bird shit all over her car. That's gross. So the reason that I haven't been filming a podcast is because um, I actually had a housemate move in three weeks ago and uh, she's, it's honestly going really well. Uh, We're getting along really well, but it was just about kind of like, you know, getting her settled in and, um, you know, just, I don't know, because I used to film in my living room and I just used to set up my computer and whatever, whereas like now I'm in my bedroom um, and I just, I don't know, I think I just, I was like a little bit embarrassed to like film something while somebody else was in the house that I didn't quite know but like I've known her for um you know three weeks now we've got to know each other a bit and uh, so I'm feeling a little more comfortable so she's probably fucking listening to me at the moment um I can't hear anything other than what I'm talking because I'm wearing my headphones and I'm speaking to this microphone however um I don't know she's probably listening to this she's probably fucking laughing but <laughs> I don't fucking care um 
it's going really well. It's different living with someone. Like I definitely, after living by yourself for five months, like it's definitely a shock having someone like come and live with you. Um, however, there have been not really any clashes as of yet, uh, which is really great. And I feel like where we've been pretty open about, you know, what our issues with past housemates have been, which is good. So we can like respect each other's boundaries. I think like I definitely like to live by myself again one day. Um, but obviously like um, her paying rent is doing like is helping me so much with my mortgage because you guys know in my episode stress, um, if you are an avid listener, I was actually going through a really hard time um, because rates keep rising and they're still fucking rising. Um, and so hopefully they don't rise to a point where my my paycheck and her rent won't be able to cover my mortgage. I fucking hope we don't get to that stage because that'll be fucking scary. But yeah, so I'm feeling a lot less stressed like money-wise because of that because I'm actually able to afford my mortgage again, which is fantastic. And I do have a little bit of um, money on the side as well. So if I do want to go for brunch with a friend, I can do that because previously it was I was able to get like a yochi and a hot chocolate once a week. And that was just like killing my vibe because I just didn't see the point in working five days a week and then on the weekends literally just like cleaning or like having a friend over for a movie night which is all well and fine but like you know there's you need to enjoy life as well so there was actually um this podcast I was listening to like a couple months ago and they were talking about how um you should you should look at life differently you should look at your life itself is your main gig and your job whether it be a full-time job part-time job whatever the whatever it brings you income that's just your side gig like your your life is your main gig and your job is just your side gig you know you don't have to identify so heavily with your job and I think that that's that's like really that's really helped me and I tell myself that often because I am such a workaholic and I really put all of myself like I, I I just throw myself into my work because that is what I do most of the time I work Monday to Friday nine to five and sometimes more for example this conference that I went to I worked 11 and a half hours that day holy fuck um and I was exhausted at the end of it but you know it's because I I, I you know I'm passionate about what I do and I'm proud of what I do and I want to do well but yeah, so just feeling a little more, bit more like level-headed as well. The medication is definitely like helping. I'm not on a lot, by the way. I'm on, if anybody wants to know, I'm on Escitalopram. I don't know. I think that's how you fucking say it. But I'm on like 10 mg, whatever that means, a day. <laughs> so I'm on like the minimal amount. Um, and I'm feeling fine. It's just um, helping me not freak out as much. And yeah, I think just like other things in my life are helping me not freak out as much. And I've just decided that I don't want to have an identity crisis and continue having an identity crisis at the moment. I'm just content with my life. And I think that's just what I need at the moment. And I'm not feeling 100% like myself, which is really strange. And I don't know if I necessarily want that for a long period of time. However, my doctor says that I need to need some medication for six months. So we're going to try for six months. And hopefully after that time is gone, the interest rates may have started to drop and I can come off of it and then maybe figure out what I want to do. Or maybe I should figure out what I want to do before that. Who fucking knows? I don't know. So something that my my housemate actually um, did that was super fucking helpful was, um, so she's on TikTok and she does like, um, she talks about, like she's, she's immunocompromised like me and so she talks about her health condition. However, she found my old Musical.ly account on TikTok I had absolutely no fucking idea that TikTok had absorbed my Musical.ly account from when I was 17. And so she found this and she showed me and I was like, what the fuck? So I had to find a way to log into this and delete that shit, shut that shit down. You know, like that is so cringe. Like I, my mom has always posted fucking ugly photos of me on Facebook and I don't fucking care. I've kind of gotten over that. But the fact that I created these musicallys when I was 17 and they're still on the fucking internet, you know, like that's six years ago that I was doing this shit. And it's still, I had, it's been on the internet for six years and I had no idea 
maybe this is why some employees didn't fucking employ me. Like, like not that I've ever gone. I think there's only there's only ever one interview that I've gone to and I haven't got that job. I almost did, but someone just got the job. She's just slightly a bit better than me. Um, but otherwise, every other interview that I've gone to, like I've got the job, but maybe I didn't get a call from these other places because they actually looked on TikTok and they found this old account and they thought, what the fuck, this, this, no, this bitch is cringe. So anyway, I deleted that account. So hopefully, you know, that helps with my future success. Who knows? But oh, so glad that that's gone. Also, while we're talking about the topic of TikTok, um, you know that age filter that's been going around? It's like trending at the moment. <laughs> I fucking tried that the other day. And the age filter on me, I look like a mix between my mum and my nan, which is, I mean, obviously, obviously I will because my mum and my nan, my mum is my mum and my nan is my nan, but... Seeing myself with an age filter, I'm like, holy fuck, I'm going to look like this one day. And it was just a bit scary. Not a bit scary. It was quite a lot scary. Uh, I'm definitely not ready to age yet. Uh, yeah, definitely not ready for that. It's kind of scared the fuck out of me. So it was really great to, you know, turn the age filter off and look at myself back in the normal camera. I'm so glad that I'm still in my 20s, honestly. Like, people always say, you know, as the, the older you get, the quicker time gets. And I definitely agree with that. You know, when I was a kid, time used to go so fucking slow. But then again, I was so bored as a kid. Like, I just, I need to be constantly stimulated to actually, like, be okay. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. You know, now that I'm I'm constantly fucking busy, time's just going so fucking fast. And I don't know if it's, like, the older you get, the, tired you, the, the more tired that you get. And then the more time just flies because, I don't know, you're sleeping more. Who knows? But yeah, I'm just really happy that I'm still in my 20s. I love watching movies and I love watching TV shows and I love like binging them as well. And so it's really great to see like, for example, a TV show like Friends. I've been binging that for the last couple months and Friends goes over a span of like 10 years or whatever the fuck it is. And it's just great to, you know, see these people grow up in such a short amount of time, but I haven't grown up with them. I guess I have because i binge friends every fucking year but in the short amount in two months you know I've only aged two months whereas these people have aged 10 years so it's good to look back in the mirror and be like okay I'm still in my 20s but one day I'm gonna look at the mirror and I'm gonna be like I'm 63 and that's gonna be really fucking scary oh that's really scary it's okay that's okay that's that's 40 years away I don't need to worry about that just yet and the final thing that I want to talk about that's been going on that I want to update you guys on is GTM. So Groove of the Moo is a music festival that uh, went around Australia and came to Adelaide as it does most years. I think every year. I don't know. Most years. I haven't been to Groove in the Moo uh, since I was 16 or 17. And back then I had such a great time. And honestly, so this is last Friday. I had such a great time. So... I bought these pants and they were way too fucking big around the waist, but they fit my bum. So obviously I had to alter them. As I said, I have to alter all the fucking pants. And then I got this little like glitter bikini top. And then I got one of those shrugs, which is just sleeves, but it's one that also went around your neck as well. Cause I was like, ah, oh, like I might be a bit cold. So better wear one of those as well. And then I just wore these like um, Nike shoes that I've had for like forever. They're a bit too big for my feet, but it's fine for a festival. Like, so my feet were really comfortable the whole day, which is good. And these, the pants that I had as well, they had pockets in them. So I was able to hold like chewing gum and like Panadol and my phone and stuff so that was fantastic I don't actually know if you're supposed to bring Panadol into a music festival because they might think it's drugs but um yeah they didn't they checked me and it was Panadol so you know didn't actually end up needing to take it I took some Panadol before I went to a festival um I did take the Panadol the next morning though because oh my god a bit hungover uh I'm on the bourbon again guys I'm on the bourbon I actually hadn't had bourbon for like two two and a half months or something but then the day before the festival, I bought bourbon for, like, to pre for the festival because, obviously, bourbon is my drink of choice. 
And uh, so, yeah, that was the first time that I had a bourbon in like two, two and a half months. And I'm really proud that I went that long. I still love bourbon, don't get me wrong. But uh, and actually it's uh, it's Sunday today and I did have another bourbon. <laughs> but anyway, I'm not going to get addicted to it again. I'm not going to become an alcoholic again. I will just have it when I'm going out. I'm going to leave it for special occasions. But anyway, GTM was so much fucking fun. It's my, I think GTM was my fourth music festival for this year and I want to go to, there's another three that I've kind of got planned that I want to go to this year. So my plan was to go to at least five. So I'm definitely going to get there um, because I've already been to four and it's like March. So it's like the fourth, is it the fourth, fourth month of the year? Yes, it's it's the fourth month of the year and I've already been to four. Uh, Wouldn't it be cool if I went to like 12 this year? (laughs) I don't actually think there's one every month though. So um, that's probably good. It's good good for my bank account because obviously... I have a mortgage and interest rates are rising and can't fucking afford all the tickets. But that's literally what I've been spending my money on is music festival. <laughs> that was so much fun. I went with a couple of friends. Um, we had a blast. We just like walked around, took photos, was in the marsh. Like when I got colder as well, we pretty much just like spent all of our time in the marsh because like lots and lots of bodies equals warmth. And so I didn't actually, I, I planned to buy a jumper while I was there. But the last time I went to a music festival, merch jumpers was like 60 bucks. And at this music festival, they were fucking 90 bucks. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, so I didn't actually end up buying a jumper, but turns out I didn't need one because it was actually kind of a nice night and it wasn't that cold. And plus we were in the mosh anyway. Yeah, had an absolute fucking blast. So much fun. I've actually, I've got a uh, a podcast Instagram uh, for the podcast, which is just addicted to chaos pod on Instagram. Uh, however, I also have a personal Instagram, which is uh, my personal Instagram, which is just Juanita, but we've got like dots in between. So it's ju.a.n.it.a. I don't know. I thought it looked really cool, whatever. But yes, yeah, so I just, uh, I actually today I posted some photos. Um, I don't know when I'm going to get around to editing this. Like, uh, like I, I know it just sounds like I'm talking, but and my editing probably isn't the best, but uh, there is some spaces in between where I'll either have like a sip of water or I'll take like a two minute break or I'll just like stare at the ceiling or I'll get distracted I'll start thinking about something else or I'll ramble on about a basket for no fucking reason and I just think that's irrelevant you guys don't want to listen to me talk about a fucking basket so anyway guys uh if you enjoy this podcast you know you can actually rate it uh so I don't know if you can rate it on pretty sure you can rate it on every platform but uh most people that I know who listen to this they actually listen to it on Spotify so if you guys love you guys if you guys wouldn't mind giving me a rating that would be really great I don't actually know what the rating does at the moment but it would be cool to like see what the rating is I don't know if you would like me to talk about a specific topic um let me know uh, I do have a whole list of things that I would like to do. However, if you want me to talk about something specifically, uh, let me know because I would I would love that. I would love to engage with uh, whoever the fuck is listening to this. I know it's some of my friends, but there's also some people from different parts of the globe, which I've been able to see because I figured out how you can see that on the RSS feed. So that's really interesting. So hello. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Um, I really hope you enjoyed it. And I will talk to you guys in my next episode. Have a good night. Bye.